The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. and Roll, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your host, Ryan Blackburn at NBA Blackburn on Twitter. It is Thursday morning, early Thursday morning, as I am recording this pretty late after Wednesday night's game over the Indiana Pacers, where finally we have our moment. Will Barton absolutely gets his moment to shine, saves the day for this Nuggets team as they win an improbable game over the Indiana Pacers final score 101 98 awesome win just first off the bat like this is a win that embodies the nuggets this is a win that embodies what this team wants to be the toughness the grit the stick to itness the willingness to step up and in the face of adversity thrive This was awesome. I was really like, it was a slog for much of this game. So much of this was just a boring, slow, gross setting back the NBA for 30 years. But in the end, a win is a win, especially under the circumstances. No Nikola Jokic due to the one game suspension, no Jamal Murray due to recovering from ACL surgery. And no Michael Porter due to a very ambiguous back injury that we haven't really been given an update for. So in comes the rest of the team. And so much of the Nuggets is built around Jokic, Murray, Porter, that it's difficult to kind of envision what they would look like without those three. When you commit as much money as they have, and here, let's be real, The amount of money that they've committed to each of those players is upwards of $500 million. Let me say that again. $500 million over the lives of their three contracts that they signed together. So it's kind of insane to think about, in my opinion. But they absolutely deserve it. And it doesn't mean that Denver can just forfeit in these cases. And one of the things that really stands out about this group was that they've, they're have they built to last. Even in situation, situations without those three, 
they've built a team that's far less dependent on their stars in order to be good. And and the reason I say that is this. In past years, Denver has not been a defensive team. They have not been a group that has been willing to kind of grind it out to uh, throw it back uh, to the 1990s, the 2000s, if you will. But they've been willing now. And we have to start with the flashiest member of the group, but also the best. The, the player that Denver has looked to consistently this year in these situations that finally has his chance to shine, Will Barton. Take a bow, sir. You were unbelievable tonight. Every shot that he made was critical. Every single time he stepped up to the plate and delivered 30 points, uh, six rebounds, three assists, two steals, just two turnovers, was a plus seven in a three-point victory, played 34 minutes, 11 of 19, six of nine from the three-point line. His three-point percentage on the year is up to 43% after the last two games. He has elevated his game, and it couldn't have come at a better time. This Nuggets team has needed Will Barton since game one when he delivered staggering with the bench against the Phoenix Suns. They needed a different version of Will Barton tonight, the one that had to step up in the face of adversity. You're missing your key guys. You need buckets, and that's what he did. He's capable of that. But he's also capable of doing other things, like playing good defense, rebounding the ball, passing, creating shots for others. And he got his shots tonight in a variety of ways, but the most important ones were when they had to create something out of nothing and turn to Will Barton to do that. And he was more than willing to step up to the table and deliver. The shots that he hit... Some of them, some of the threes were heat checks where he was absolutely in rhythm and had no business taking a couple of them, but he's flying down the court, going up against a rookie and Chris Duarte, who for some reason they had Chris Duarte on him and not Malcolm Brogdon, not Justin Holiday. They, they put Chris Duarte on Barton and Barton roasted him, just absolutely killed him. And one of the threes that he took, kind of the the most important one, was when he's going down the floor and on a fast break, catches the ball and just rises and fires right in front of Chris Duarte. And he hits the shot, timeout Indiana, goes over to the crowd, hypes him up, gets himself hyped up. And that was just so cool. He is vibing right now with his team, with the city of Denver, and with the way that he's playing. He's playing the best basketball of his career. And you could see it. You could see him want to take over in those situations, know that he has to deliver. And the Nuggets get the ball on a jump ball. Aaron Gordon times up a jump ball extremely well, out jumps Miles Turner with ease. Barton collects the ball, goes into high pick and roll with Gordon, who sets a really good screen. Barton leverages that, goes right at DeMontis Sabonis, 
gives a little hesitation move, a little in and out dribble, if I'm not mistaken, and then gets into a floater, kind of approaching the baseline and banks it in. Very calm, very collected, knew exactly what he wanted to do, got to his spot, hit the shot, took a high percentage shot as well. He didn't settle for the three. Despite making six of nine, he was excellent. And I hope the Nuggets fans get to appreciate this one with him because he's been through the ringer. He's been with the ups and downs of almost any other player in the NBA, where at times he will look like a star, and he's playing like a star right now. And then there are times where he forgets his defensive assignments or can't get up and and can't lay the ball up. But now he's in a groove, and he's playing the best basketball of his career. He has cut out the misses at the rim, is finishing very efficiently for the most part, and has just done such a great job of stepping up to the plate when the Nuggets needed him most. And I hope that everybody appreciates it as much as I do. He has been great. Some notes on the other starters, because it it was a team effort for sure, though Barton took the lead. Uh, Monte Morris was solid tonight. 10 points on 10 shots, 4 assists, 3 rebounds, 2 of 4 from 3. The two threes that he hit were very important. Wasn't an efficient game for him inside the arc, but he did a really good job uh, pulling up and hitting shots comfortably. And the two shots that he hit were almost back-to-back, if I'm not mistaken. And the timing of them felt really important. I believe they were at the end of the first half. And Denver was really struggling for a while there, and they needed a boost. And Monte Morris's couple of threes helped get Denver to a tie at halftime. Surprisingly, they could barely score. And so the shots that he hit were very important. The fact that he doesn't turn the ball over is very important. Uh, his defense was pretty good tonight as well. Just all around excellent game for Monte Morris, who in 30 minutes was a plus 11 in a three-point win. That says a lot. Aaron Gordon had a bad uh, offensive game tonight, I thought, but he made up for it with six offensive rebounds, had a couple of assists, made four of his five free throws, uh, Not an efficient performance, 2 of 10 from him tonight. And I I also don't think that his defense was at its best. Uh, Had a couple of possessions late, especially where Malcolm Brogdon went at him. Didn't really matter. Uh, And even TJ McConnell went at him. And he kind of leveraged uh, Aaron Gordon's surprise at TJ McConnell uh, going right at him. And it was a good thing that uh, he's athletic, that he can challenge shots. He did get a steal. Uh, He did, for the most part, do a good, solid job on Brogdon, despite the fact that Brogdon had a big game. Uh, But I was really impressed with his defense, as well as the defense of Jermichael Green, who got the defensive player of the game chain. Uh, He did a good job on DeMontis Sabonis, and I thought that most of Sabonis's baskets were not on Green. Um, There were a couple where he had the floater and Green couldn't really recover out to him. And because he's six foot eight and is more ground bound than anything, uh, Green couldn't really do that much on defense against Sabonis at times. But his rotation defense, his ability to cut off driving angles, 
it helped force the Pacers into saddling. And they didn't do a lot of great stuff. They only attempted 11 free throws. Uh, Green only had two fouls in this game. And I thought that it was warranted that he got the Defensive Player of the Game trophy because despite the fact that there were other candidates, uh, Green was really, really good. And then Jeff Green, a pretty solid game from him. He closed as the five next to Aaron Gordon. Uh, Inefficient game from the uh, shooting efficiency standpoint, but he did get to the line four times, made all four of those free throws. They were pretty clutch as well. Uh, Had the maybe not game-deciding basket, but a very important basket where Denver was up two. They needed to inbound the basketball. Torrey Craig jumps the play because he knew what the Nuggets were going to run. And unfortunately, it just happened to leave Jeff Green wide open uh, for him uh, right in the back. And the Nuggets identify it. They pass it to Jeff Green. He's wide open and then gets an easy basket to move the margin from two to four. That was really important because uh, Bones missed a free throw late. Uh, So Indy still had to go for a three. But yeah, Jeff Green was really good. Challenged Miles Turner and DeMontis Sabonis inside. They didn't get everything that they wanted to get. And though Miles Turner shot an efficient game from three, was not a super efficient game from two. Uh, so really impressed with what he did. And yeah, that's all the notes I really have for the starters. Uh, they were they were very solid. You, you see pluses across the board. Monte Morris plus 11. Will Barton plus 7. Aaron Gordon plus two, Jamichael Green plus three, Jeff Green plus six. Uh, Really good that despite the fact that Denver doesn't have their three best players, that they still had the capacity to match what the Indiana Pacers were bringing and also exceed it. I was very impressed with what I saw. Let's take a break. When we come back, we are going to discuss... Uh, the bench lineup. But first, I have a read for you. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Football fans, who is ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. DraftKings, their customers can also get skin in the game with the new Same Game Parlays feature. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings, they are safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We'll be right back on Pickaxe and Roll.
Criminal Ryan Blackburn here. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you could, it would be awesome if you could rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. I really appreciate all of the growth that the program has had. You guys continue to make my day. You guys continue to make my career. So thank you so much. Let's talk about the bench and where best to talk about the bench other than the career high man himself, Zeke Najee. 19 points, 7 of 10 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 5 rebounds. Zeke got the opportunity to play tonight because he was poised, because he was ready, because he has been working. Michael Malone sees this. Everybody knows it. Everybody understands that he's talented. The problem is that the rotation is full, that the Nuggets are going to continue to play their veterans, Jeff Green and Michael Green. Those are the guys that they trust. Those are the guys that they're going to trust in the playoffs, most likely. And then it's hard with the starters as Jokic, Gordon, and Porter. That just sort of makes sense for Denver to not play Zeke Nagy. That if there was going to be somebody to get cut, then it was him. But he has stayed ready. He stayed poised. And when the opportunity presented himself, presented itself, he was there to deliver. And that is a really, really big deal. Getting a career high after you haven't been able to play for most of the season, I think it says a lot about your character. It says a lot about your uh, drive, your willingness to stay ready and to be a team player, and also your just readiness for capitalizing on the moment. And it didn't come a moment too soon. It was really refreshing tonight to see bigs that could shoot other than Jokic, because Jeff Green and Jamichael Green have really struggled. Bull Bull is not a good shooter. Uh, Aaron Gordon's not a good shooter. Michael Porter has shot 20% from three this year. So it was really nice to see Zeke Najee calmly hit some threes. Miles Turner backed off of him at one point in the fourth quarter, just willingly gave an open three to Zeke Najee, which he calmly hit, just absolutely drained. And that was really important to see because it shows that Zeke Najee's confidence has not been rattled, that he's still a player who trusts himself, who trusts his shot and believes that he deserves to be out there. And him delivering tonight in the manner that he did gives gives up gives five rebounds as well, grabs a couple of offensive rebounds, gets a block, plays solid defense, was the only big in a lineup that featured four guards. In the first half, it was Faku out there along with Bones Highland, PJ Dozier, Austin Rivers. Second half, it was Marcus Howard in place of Faku. And Zeke did really well. Was just very, very good all around. And, and he gave Denver such good minutes that Michael Malone left him in there until five minutes left in the game. That's how good he was. And so I hope Michael Malone takes this opportunity, 
uses it to prop up Zeke. And the fact that he was able to hit those shots and deliver in the way that he did, I think he's going to get more opportunities going forward. I would be shocked if this was just it, if this was a one-off, that Jokic goes out for one game, Najee comes in, delivers 19 points, and then goes back to the bench, back to the pine. No, I think that they're going to try to make some opportunities for Najee. It would not surprise me if next game, uh, going up against the Hawks, a team that plays sometimes two bigs, sometimes one, that they use Zeke Najee as a four next to Jamichael Green or Jeff Green or whoever, that they try to get him out there at least for a little bit and play two bigs rather than just playing one along with four guards like they have for most of this season. They need some size. It was really noticeable out there that the bench really struggled uh, because of the size that they were giving up. Sabonis grabbed four offensive rebounds. Turner grabbed four offensive rebounds. They grabbed 10 as a team. Denver needs to be able to control the the rebounding battle. Uh, The Pacers grabbed 48 compared to Denver's 39 tonight. Uh, Going forward, Denver has to be able to rely on that, especially if the offense isn't great. So hopefully Zeke could not only add to the rebounding, add to the front court defense, but also maybe hit some shots. That would be a great thing to mix in every now and then, you know what I mean? Now let's talk about Bones Highland, who just continues to uh, prove that he's not really a rookie. He'll, he'll make the occasional rookie mistake, don't get me wrong. But the feel for his game is so advanced and so pinpoint. And it's just really surprising to me that 11 games in, we're now in this position where Bones is the guy. It's not P.J. Dozier, like I thought it might be. It's not Faku Campazzo. thought he would be running the show more. When Will Barton comes in, sometimes it's him, and they'll defer to Will most of the time. But when Will's not out there with the bench, the bench is now deferring to Bones. They are giving him the ball on every possession, almost every possession. And it stands out. It stands out like a sore thumb because we're 11 games into his rookie season. And this is the respect and the consistency that he's already brought to that group where he's the player that's been given the most opportunities and flourished with them. PJ's deferring. Austin Rivers is deferring. Marcus Howard tonight deferred. Faku Campazzo deferred. Bones is going to be a threat for a long, long time. And his ability to navigate the pick and roll. It helped really set up Zeke Naji. Uh, Naji had four baskets in the beginning of the game, almost like immediately when he came in. And one of the reasons for that was because of the way that Bones was delivering passes to him on a consistent basis. He was getting into the teeth of the defense, drawing multiple bodies, and freeing up Naji right under the rim with some expert passes. Him being able to do that, combined with the shooting, combined with the scoring, is just such a dangerous thing. 
And the fact that he was able to do that combined with Zeke for 31 points tonight. Zeke had 19, Bones had 12. Four of those assists went to Najee. All four of Bones' assists went to Najee, actually. Bones had a couple threes, drew an and one, got to the free throw line several times. It was really, really impressive. And this experience is going to really help him because when Denver ultimately gets healthy, and they will, it's going to take a while, but they will, Bones is probably going to still be out there. Like, it would not surprise me if when Murray comes back, Denver tries to keep their starting unit the same initially, and then they go with the Bones and Murray show off the bench. And that is a that is a time period that I am waiting for. I am drooling, trying to just see if we could see some of that. Because having two of those guys that can draw defenders, that can make good decisions, but can hit crazy shots while also creating some easy ones for themselves and others, that is a really, really big deal. P.J. Dozier hit a couple mid-range shots tonight at the left elbow. Didn't take a ton of shots, but like I said, he helped set up Bones. He helped set up Zeke. Uh, did a really nice job overall. I uh, thought his defense was pretty good. He helped close the game tonight in favor of uh, just kind of going a little bit smaller and adjusting to what the Pacers were putting out there. Uh, P.J. Dozier, definitely not the problem defensively. He had a couple moments where Malcolm Brogdon went at him but also a couple moments where Malcolm Brogdon went at him and screwed up and didn't do well. So good stuff for him. Uh, and then Austin Rivers, he's just solid. He's fundamental. Nothing really crazy from him, but they got 15 solid minutes. Uh, he isn't going to be the scorer. He isn't going to be the creator, but I really do think that his defense has helped improve Denver's unit. And the Nuggets are just better out there when he's hounding players than when Faku is. That's uh, been really apparent. I think that Rivers has played more fundamentally. He's not trying to do anything crazy, but he's just trying to speed up the opposition and force them into mistakes here or there. And I think that he's doing a pretty solid job of it. And then Faku, seven minutes tonight, he got benched in or after the first half. The Nuggets decided to go with Marcus Howard in the second half, which I think is really notable. That's a two-way contract guy. And Faku didn't get up. The only two players in the second half that didn't play were Faku and Bol Bol. Bol Bol didn't play at all. Um, the team seems to be trending further away from Faku because he's struggling to make an impact on either end of the floor. And, and one of the reasons for that, I think, uh, got a really good glimpse of this at the beginning of the game. Faku's trying to do too much. He's trying to make a play. And he's trying so hard to make a play. And he just can't help himself that when somebody else dribbles towards him, he has to go for the ball. He tries to make a play. He tries to get in their way, tries to kind of make a beeline for them. But the problem is that he keeps vacating his own assignment. And that's resulting in mistakes. That's resulting in him giving up baskets. And he was a minus six tonight, and I could point to three examples, two in the very first couple minutes that he played, of him leaving his man and then putting his defense in rotation 
because he left his man and gambled and didn't get the steal. That's not good fundamental defense. And he has to be better than that because the offense just hasn't been there. Zero points, one assist. He didn't get credited with one turnover, but I thought he deserved one turnover. Um, Zero rebounds, zero steals, zero blocks. Uh, Took one shot, missed it. It's just not a good night for Faku. And I hope that he can figure it out because we're about to get into a situation where Jokic comes back that Denver's going to have to go into a really tough part of their schedule now. And they need everybody playing the right way, playing and moving in the same direction. And it doesn't feel like Faku's moving in that direction, which is really too bad. Um, But that's pretty much it with the bench. Uh, 11 games in, they're deferring to Bones. Bones is the guy. And that's really, really notable to me that you have players that played well last year that started in the playoffs last year in Faku, in Austin Rivers. P.J. Dozier would have started had he been healthy. But Bones Highland is the guy that they are going to. And it's been pretty consistent. So hope it continues. He has earned the trust and he continues to play really, really well. He told me a story post game. I asked him about hot sauce. I asked him about because he had brought up hot sauce. Uh, he brought it up on his draft day, but also kind of that he uh, used him as kind of an inspiration for a lot of his moves. Most of the players that you see, uh, they, they look up to Kobe or they look up to LeBron or players like that. Uh, but Bones looked up to hot sauce and I asked him about it and he said that he would come home from school every day, eat a bowl of cereal because he was hungry. He had to make sure that he, he put in that point and that he would grab his phone, set it up, try to find a way to set it up so that he could watch hot sauce highlights of him doing all his dribble moves. And Bones would sit in the mirror or, and, and copy them. He would, he would do everything that he could to perfect those moves. And it shows up in his game all the time, uh, especially tonight where he was trying to hit defenders with hot sauce dribble moves. And they didn't really work tonight. Uh, he airballed a shot at one point, missed a sidestep three that was kind of turned into a deep step back. But those will eventually go down. And as he continues to develop confidence, uh, the Nuggets are going to give him the opportunity and the leverage to be able to try shit. And that's the best thing that a rookie can get, is just the freedom to be able to make mistakes. So I hope that they continue to allow him that freedom, at least for a little bit here. Let's take a break. When we come back, we are going to discuss where the Nuggets are now at after 11 games. We'll be right back. segment pickaxe and roll thank you so much for making me a part of your day uh what a win like this was just a a true nuggets victory if you will because as i mentioned before when adversity hits that's when the nuggets shine that's really when their season starts honestly is that this nuggets season like these everything that these nuggets have gone through uh they had the magnificent seven game they had 
going into Milwaukee on a second night of a back-to-back and getting in there at 4.30 in the morning and, and making the most of it. They did that this year as well, where they kind of ground out a win against the Minnesota Timberwolves after getting into the air, from the airport and getting to their hotel at like 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning, going to bed then. And now they're playing without Nikola Jokic. They like Jamal Murray hasn't played yet. Michael Porter has shot like shit. The the Greens have struggled to make shots. The bench guards have mostly struggled to do anything at all. Bones is now kind of breaking out a bit, but he's the only one. Jokic gets suspended for a game. You're without your three top players, and it just doesn't matter. This Nuggets group, they find a way to succeed. They find a way to weather the storm. Somehow, some way, despite the fact that the offense legit, like, has been just awful for a lot of the year, despite that they're seven and four, it with a tough record or with a tough uh, strength of schedule, they're tied for fourth in the West. Will Barton's having a career year, averaging 17.5, 4.5, rebounds and assists. He's shooting 49% from the field, 43% from three, playing the best defense of his career. Monte Morris, after kind of struggling initially, is having putting together a really solid season where he's playing great defense and just continues to kind of operated his own pace and last game it was the isolations and and just making sure that he capitalized on some switches this game it's putting the team into a good position to succeed and doing everything and like filling in the gaps a little bit bones is an actual problem for the rest of the league as a rookie somehow some way it's kind of flown under the radar a little bit nationally but he's Denver's best bench player. Really has been. Like, it's not Jeff Green. It's not Michael Green. Thought it might be PJ Dozier. Faku Campazzo had a chance. Austin Rivers had a chance. But no, it's been the rookie. It's been Bones Highland. And it's probably why they're deferring to him, honestly. They know that he's been better. They know that he's been good. That he's earned this opportunity. And they're treating it as such. It's not a a major pecking order situation where they're going to get all up in their feelings about it. They needed a win tonight, and so they went to Bones. They weather the storm. They toughen up in the face of adversity. That is a Michael Malone, Nikola Jokic mentality if there ever was one. Those guys, this is year seven of Michael Malone's tenure. Year seven of Nikola Jokic's tenure here. And it just seems like the mentality, the ethos of this team is finally reaching that championship level. Will Barton said it, that they have their eyes on a championship. Everybody on the team has said it. But now they're treating it like that. They're treating it with the same urgency and level of effort and execution that championship teams need to have. 
Because even when things aren't going well, even when the shooting efficiency is down, they haven't let that get to them. They've gotten to the rim. They've tried to work through their mistakes. They've played excellent defense, controlling the things that they can control. Because sometimes you can't control whether the ball goes in the net. Like You shoot the ball the same way a thousand times. And for this particular stretch of time, it's just not going down. It's just not hitting. But the Nuggets are making it work. The execution is very good. Only 10 turnovers tonight in a situation where you're without your three best offensive players who usually center you, who usually kind of ground you. It had the potential to get really ugly tonight, and they just didn't let that happen. Will Barton didn't let that happen. The Greens didn't let that happen. Zeke Naji of all people, didn't let that happen. This team has fight. They have effort. They have a positive energy and vibe now that in a situation where Denver went into this homestand, and I thought the 3-2 and two was a good homestand where it's kind of par for the course. That's what you expect. And you expect good things. You expect positive things. But Denver's gone 3-0 and so far. They have the potential to go 5-0 and on this homestand. They're going to face Atlanta on Friday, Portland on Sunday. Neither of those teams have played great. Uh, Portland tonight. I thought they played tonight. Maybe they didn't. Let me check this out. Let me check this box score real quick. Oh, yeah. Portland tonight, they lose to Phoenix. They get dominated by Frank Kaminsky. That's right. Atlanta played yesterday. I'm pretty sure they lost to Golden State, if I'm not mistaken. Let's just make sure to check that, too. Oh, no. They lost to Utah. And they're absolutely in a situation where the Nuggets can win both of those games and suddenly go from where they were which was 4-4 four and four at the time of the start of this homestand, to 9-4, and four, and just kind of in control of their own destiny at that point. This is the time of the season where you bank wins, where you try to get out, of a, out ahead of what is a really tough strength of schedule. And if they can bank a couple more wins, just kind of fight through the adversity, fight through the difficult conditions that they've been put onto themselves, whether Porter's back or not, whether his back holds up or not. This is the time where you prove who you are. And they've absolutely proved that they deserve to be, if they ever got healthy, in the actual legit championship conversation. They have that mentality. They're playing differently this year. Barton has elevated his game. Gordon has elevated his game. Morris is back into a really good rhythm. They've got a rookie in Bones Highland who is now at that level. He's just like a legit good player at the NBA level already. They have the ingredients. They have the mentality. And soon they're going to have the record. Yeah, I think it's a foregone conclusion at this point. They are going to be really good. I'm really excited for it. 
That is going to do it for this episode of Pickaxe and Roll, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Make sure, make sure to use promo code MHS when you sign up. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Not sure whether I will have a podcast tomorrow or not. Haven't decided on that yet, but I will absolutely have one after Friday night's game and then after Sunday night's game against Portland as well. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Talk to you guys very soon. is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.